The Twins fall completely flat in the series finale in Anaheim against the Angels. We're going to break it all down and hopefully bring a little bit of positivity, maybe, on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Sunday, August 14th. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Mr. Brandon Warren. Did you know the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? The liver is the body's metabolic furnace. Thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research, they have you covered. Head on over to getliverhelp.com slash MLB to learn more. Brandon Warren, Twins lose a flat Sunday effort. The Twins, after Byron Buxton had a two-run homer, went four for 30 with three singles. What's your response to that? I mean, it's quite a turnaround from where the Twins were some 18 hours ago. I'm not good at math. Whatever they were late last night when they were going into the ninth inning with a chance for Jorge Lopez to close it out, they go for 16 innings without allowing a run and then just get absolutely laughed out of the building from that point on. And it's just this, this upcoming week is the season. The twins will have home games for pretty much the rest of the month. But this week with, I believe Cleveland and Chicago play on the back end of the week, it's put up or shut up time. And I always say, enjoy the ride. I always say today's just one day in the season, but I have a really hard time believing that the Twins are going to make any noise if they don't have a really strong week. And I'm not feeling good coming off this performance against Tucker Davidson, who, might I add, came into today with a season ERA of, I had it pulled up here, now it's gone, 7.91. He'd faced 97 batters. He'd walked 18 of them, 8.4 walks per nine. I... It was just unthinkable, man. I, they, they, I just, I can't even get come up with it. I mean, Davidson was a decent prospect for the Braves, not a great prospect. Came over in the Rysel Iglesias trade. I just, I just don't get it, man. And it's another lefty tomorrow. So, are we going to see another awful offensive performance on this death march? It's possible. It makes it so much worse that they lost Saturday night. If they win Saturday night, they hold on, and then they come out flat today. We're sitting here. We're disappointed they didn't hit Tucker Davidson, but we're also saying yep. they won the series, right? They yep. won two out of three. That's the goal, win series, but they didn't win Saturday night, so that made today a priority to win the series, and they just they didn't do it. I mean, Brandon, I wonder, and I think Twins fans wonder, 31 and 39 in their last 70, is this going to get better, or is this – this is just what they are. Like, this is who they are, and this is who they're going to be for the rest of the season, which is one step forward and multiple steps back. Well, and I want to go back to this series for just a second. It's not that they lost these games. It's how they lost them. And, you know, you're going to lose big league games against any big league team. That's just how good their players are. So it's not that they lost them. It's how. As far as the rest of the way, I mean, 70 games is a significant sample size. But at the same time, I do feel like in those margins where they can kind of fix some things, 
you know, maybe Kyle Garlick comes back and helps tighten them up against lefties. You got to get Kenta Maeda back in the bullpen. You made moves to fix this bullpen. And I mean, it just seems like every now and then when, uh, when a guy like Lopez is human or Fulmer is human, it just falls apart on them. Well, that happens with good relievers. Sometimes you have to have more of a margin of error. And this offense right now, 0 for 18 with runners in scoring position is not affording them that margin. And today the bigger issue isn't the offer. It's the fact that it was 0 for four as opposed to 0 for 14. They didn't have enough guys on. And yeah. it just, this offense is just asleep at the wheel. It's not for a lack of effort. I don't think, but I just, I, I don't understand what needs to change or how it's going to change soon, but it has to for this team to to get back into this race. I mean, they're only two and a half out, but it doesn't feel like only right now. Let's look ahead. They're two and a half out of Cleveland. <laughs> for as bad as the White Sox have been this year, they are tied with the Twins in the standings now, which is uh, it's unbelievable to think about that. Still two and a half games back. Cleveland, I believe, has four against Detroit, a doubleheader Monday. And then now uh, the White Sox have four against the Astros. Cease Verlander Tuesday should be good. But mm-hmm. this is an interesting week. Twins three against the Royals. You mentioned four against Texas. All seven games are at home at Target Field. I mean, we've said it every week, but this feels like another one. Like if you can keep up with Cleveland on the front end, then the Chicago and Cleveland play on the back end. You feel like they can make up some ground after a brutal weekend. I have no faith in Detroit, though. Detroit is worthless, oh, and I don't terrible. even feel I don't even feel bad about saying that. Um, the biggest issue when you're chasing multiple teams, too, which at some point here could be the case. It's it, to me, it's kind of like when you're in the wild card race. Even if you win at any given point, there's a good chance someone else wins, and so you're not competing against just one team, or in the case of the division, two, but a whole bunch of other teams. Well, in the division, if you're chasing two teams, even if they're playing each other, someone's still winning. So really you got to take care of what's in front of you and just kind of let what happens happens. But I I know people like you and me are going to be scoreboard watching and all that. I think the pitching is lined up fairly reasonably well. I feel like I'm using a lot of adverbs there, but um, you know, they got, what is it? uh, Ryan gray and Mally. I think it is for these three against the, the Royals. So, I mean, if you go in there and you drop two or three to the Royals at home or get swept, um, you kind of get what you deserve, honestly. Yeah, it's um, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch, certainly, and and this lineup is missing right-handed pop. I did wonder as well why Gio Urshela was not in the lineup. I know he's been dealing with uh, a little bit of an ankle thing, but this lineup <laughs> against lefties is uh, not good. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. BetOnline is where the game starts. Reese Walters says Buxton stealing bases to pad those over runners in scoring position stats. Here's what I'll say, Reese. Uh, Buxton hit a two-run homer. Buxton uh, got on, stole a base, and was basically the only guy in the lineup who showed up today, and he's injured. Doing that clearly hurt. So well, uh, I don't think he's to blame for this one. When when Buxton is batting, he's in running, he's in scoring position. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, let's just give him credit for that. That slide, though, at second base where he looked like he dinged it up again, that was a pretty innocuous, normal-looking slide that he jumped up from and and kind of had to, you know, w- wipe away the cobwebs. That, I think, is a pretty good indicator of where his knee is at, and that's not good. Um, you know, so I think he's playing through some stuff right now. Certainly, you can see it on the front end of his slash line, but, hey, the guy is actually pushing as hard as people have wanted him to for all these years and is playing, all things considered, very well. Um, 
even if you aren't considering the injury, let alone considering the injury. So we're going to give Buxton a mulligan on this one, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if Reese was saying that, so I apologize, Reese. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, read, I might have read that wrong, but I'm used to the Buxton criticism, and it's worth bringing yeah. up because for all the twin struggles and the pitching problems and the lineup, for people to still point at Buxton when he hits a two-run homer, I'm not saying Reese is, but I think that he's type of thing. Yeah, tongue in cheek. That type of thing. When I see that, that bothers me more than other things because I feel like he shows up and and he works his butt off every day. And I'm not saying the yeah. other guys don't. It's just it's something I see consistently. That was like Joe Mauer before yep. him, and it's I mean it's the cross you bear as a the best player on a team that's not living up to expectations. Whether you're a really bad team like Joe Mauer played for, or a team that is just kind of um, going in the tank. So yeah, it's. It's just it's part of being the the leader of a team, no matter if it's going good or bad. All right. So what should we expect? Reese says, I love Buck. It's more of a shout okay, out to good. you. Yes, I apologize, Reese. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hot on the presses today. Uh Hawk 2K says the Vikings just lost, just like the twins. It's the preseason. We'll I can't bring <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch a single snap of preseason football <laughs> because it, it ruins it clouds my judgment for fantasy drafts. All I need to know is who who has ACLs that snap in these games. Other than that, I don't want to be in uh, influenced by an 80-yard bomb from QB4 to wide receiver number nine and think that's going to be my deep sleeper. So I stay away from the preseason. Big week ahead, as you said. Yep. Seven games at home, at target field. What do you expect here, Brandon, in these in these uh, next three, let's say, with Kansas City? A very young lineup now. It's go time. It's absolutely go time. If the Twins are going to show any moxie, anything at all, they need to put their feet, uh, their heels, their whatever feet on the necks of the Royals in stomp. And it sounds cruel. It sounds harsh, but they need to show a killer instinct. Carlos Correa was brought in to give the Twins that level of know-how, maybe not the championship pedigree across the rest of the team because it was a patchwork team. There's no denying that. And maybe next year is the plan for them to be, um, you know, starting another window. But there's no sense in throwing away a season and it starts tomorrow and it there's no excuses to be made. It, it starts tomorrow or it never starts again. Brandon. Thank you, sir. Edward says it's a must win series. He's right. Might, He's might right. Might even be putting it lightly. Edward. <laughs> it's a must win series for the twins. Yep. Brandon. Thank you, sir. Thanks everybody for commenting. Always. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, like comment locked on sports, Minnesota. I heard there's a lockdown Vikings postcast going on right now so go find that i bet sam's doing it game. yep sam's doing it and yep. uh he's with luke Braun, locked on vikings oh boy they're ripping that up so check that out check us out every single day brandon thank you sir we'll talk again soon